Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the July twenty-first episode of Poets and Muses. We chat with poets about their inspirations. I'm your host, Imogen Arate. You can follow us on our website at poetsandmuses.com or on our social media as SoundCloud, Instagram, as well as Twitter under Poets and Muses. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter either at the bottom of our poetsandmuses.com website or at the upper right-hand side of our Poets and Muses SoundCloud page. With us today is Imani, the lyricist, with whom I will be discussing her poem "Curiosity" and my poem "What Is This?" Before we do that, however, I'm going to go over all the poetry events taking place in the valley during the week of July 22nd. On Tuesday, July 23rd, from 5:30 to 7:30 p.m., Sarada Morgan will be leading the first of a four-part workshop called "Building Environments: The Craft of Formal Innovation" at the Piper Writers House at 450 East Tyler Mall in Tempe. From 6 to 8 p.m., Connect and He will be hosting his weekly poetry writing workshop. At the Chandler Community Center at 125 East Commonwealth Avenue in Chandler, from 8 to 11 p.m., Ken Kong will be hosting his bi-monthly The Underground Experience at 2601 on Central, which is at 2601 North Central Avenue in Phoenix. Signing up to get on the mic starts at 7:30 p.m. on Wednesday, July 24th. From 6:30 to 8:30 p.m., Rosemary Dombrowski will be teaching the second of her three-part microprose and prose poetry workshop called "The Art of Writing Concisely" at Changing Hands Phoenix, at 300 West Camelback Road. From 7:30 to 9 p.m., Lacuna Cavabar will be having its weekly open mic night on site. At 8:31 North Third Street in Phoenix, signing up to get on the mic starts at 7 p.m. On Thursday, July 25th, from 5 p.m., the monthly open mic arts, letters, and cultural event will be taking place at the Dog-Eared Pages Use Books, which is at 16428 North 32nd Street, Suite 111 in Phoenix. From 7 to 9 p.m., Long Known Publishing will be hosting its weekly Phoenix Poetry Slam at the Lost Leaf at 914 North Fifth Street in Phoenix. Make sure to get there by 6:50 to participate. From 8 to 11 p.m., Quinton Oni will be hosting his weekly open mic event at Jobot Coffee and Bar. Which is at 333 East Roosevelt Street in Phoenix. Signing up to get on the mic starts at 7:30. On Friday, July 26th, from 6:30 to 10 p.m., Sozo Coffee House will be hosting its open mic night at 1982 North Elma School Road in Chandler. From 7:35 to 9 p.m., Lathan Singleton. And Adam Dixon will be hosting an open mic for charity at the Fair Trade Cafe, which is at 1020 North First Avenue in Phoenix. On Saturday, July 27th, from 7 to 9 p.m., Tamika Sanders or Dr. T will be hosting her bi-monthly open mic night featuring Terosia at Aroma Mocha Coffee at 506 East. Western Avenue, Suite 103 in Avondale. And now let us turn to our poet guest of the week, Imani, the lyricist. Hi, Imani. Thank you very much for coming on to Poets and Muses. Hey, I'm glad to be here. To be honest, <laughs> very excited to have you. <laughs> so you brought your rap poem, mm-hmm. Curiosity. Yes.、Um, which is this 
beautiful high velocity exchange between you and somebody that you had a crush on, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> Great. So before we turn to you reading that, I would love to find out a little bit about you. Mm-hmm. So can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Well, I've been doing music basically since I was like three. I came out the womb like, yeah, hip hop, hip hop. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it's really my passion. It's something mm-hmm. I really love to do. Mm-hmm. It's not just something I do in my spare time. I feel that music is a true escape, a mm-hmm. way to get away from our outside world. That pretty much sums it up for me. So it sounds like your mom probably listened to a lot of music while you were in her womb. (laughs) Yeah, my mom and my dad, they're like big, big on music. My dad, he would do the thing where he makes everyone CDs. Everyone comes to him like, oh, can we get a new CD? We know it's music that just came out. He's always the first one with it. Okay. And my mom, she was singing. She used to sing to me, and also she would rap a little bit. So it was like, okay. I get that talent from there. <laughs> okay, yeah, it definitely shows. Are they professional producers? Do no. they produce music, or they just love it so much? No, they just love it. So it's just something that they did in their spare time. So when did you start writing your own poems? And I, I mean, do you do poems separately from raps? Or yes, I do. Okay. I do. I have a lot of poetry, actually. Mm-hmm. But I call it floor tree because mm-hmm. I do it over a beat, so it mm-hmm. flows, yeah. basically. Yeah. But yes, I do. I've been writing since I was able to write, honest, so probably wow. about nine. Um, nice. We had a talent show, so I wrote a little poem, and it was it was something short and cute. Mm-hmm. So it got a lot of people's attention, and I just kept doing that. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But you basically started with music pretty much. You came out humming. That is correct. <laughs> okay, cool. Absolutely. And, and then... At nine, you started writing poetry as yes. well. Okay, okay, yeah. And I've heard several pieces from you, so they're always, there's a rhythmic element to it. And yes. It's, it's really nice. Do you, you tend to rhyme, or you also do a non-rhyming, but more rhythmic? Both. So okay. it just depends on the mood that I'm in at the time. Sometimes it just flows out to where I can't stop, and I have to keep writing, keep writing, keep writing, and whatever comes out is my final draft. Right. I don't go back and critique it because I feel like it's not going to be perfect and you right. won't be able to express yourself how you did the first time. Okay. So okay. however it flows is what I go with. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I do something similar. The first time I just let it come out. And then I do go back and I might change some words because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're in the middle of it, at least for me, I find that, and I don't like using the same words over and over. Oh, me either. Yeah. <laughs> So, but in the middle of it, sometimes I'm like, I can't think of a synonym or, you know, another word for the mm-hmm. same thing. So then I would go back and I would change the synonym, but then sometimes the rhythm would be off and then mm-hmm. I, would be, I would be fooling around with it, you know, editing the sound of it. And I don't necessarily go back right away, but sometimes I wait a week. Sometimes I am trying to submit my poems or, or doing a collection. Mm-hmm. Then I go back and I'm like, ah, this thing still doesn't work because... My tendency is towards the end, sometimes I find, I feel like the rhythms suddenly just go off the rails. And I'm um, like, ugh, okay, <laughs> it needs to change that, but I can't figure out what. So at that time, I'm just like, oh, let us sit and then go back to it. But you never, you never. I mean, the thing with it is this. I have to be in that mode when I do it. Right. Like, for example, if I'm, if I'm hyperactive, I have to write a song that's hyperactive. I can't write something that's, like, slow and mellow right, because right. it won't come out the way I want it to. Right. And the same thing with the synonyms and the metaphors. Sometimes, you know, there's so many words out here that mm-hmm. we do not even utilize. So yeah. it's good to go back and revise our art and mm-hmm. add those words in. To change it up. So sometimes I do that. Okay, so I can't okay. say that. So you do some tweaking, but not mm-hmm. really wholesale editing. Exactly. Right? Okay. And that's mainly with my raps, not with my poetry. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Similar to you, I'm also like, whatever my mood is, is the poem that comes out. Exactly. I've, I've actually written some raps, either angry, well, mostly angry. <laughs> something something is forcing me to write mm-hmm. something very rhythmic and just like punchy I mean there's one that I wrote about gender equality a little bit mm-hmm. when I was having a debate with some guy on Twitter I got into a Twitter fight and I was like I'm gonna write this and it was more rap and I don't talk fast like you mm-hmm. so I was like I'm, I need to get somebody else to rap this because <laughs> it would be better if 
it was faster. I can show you later. Okay. And, and you know, you'd be like, please, please do this because <laughs> you can do this better than I can. I've always had the problem of I need to speak slow. When I sing, I need to sing ballads. I can't sing anything fast. So, like uh, Nicki Minaj, I'm in awe of her ability, how fast she can talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how she's basically spitting bullets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's amazing. I love Nicki Minaj. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So, going back to you, did you intend for this curiosity to be a poem? I know you rapped it, but was it more like a flow poem? Or. You could say that. So yeah. it was more flowetic. Because I was going to start it off where it's just a rap. Like, I was just going to rap. But now I was like, you know what? If I tell it as a story, maybe people can relate more. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And being that I did it, like, basically in two parts where it's me and then it's her. Right. But it's me entirely the whole time because I wrote the entire piece. Right. I don't know. I just really feel like it's whatever you want it to be. Right. Basically, right. I'm going to say right. it like that. Because sometimes if I go too fast, it sounds like a rap. If I say it really slowly, then mm-hmm. it sounds more like a poem. So we yeah, are, we're going to yeah. stick with that in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I heard you do it, it wasn't to music. You were just saying it, but, you know, mm-hmm. very rhythmically and faster. But when I'm reading it, no matter what, there's that constant rhythm and there's a lot of very conscious mm-hmm. rhymes. And I thought it was just... Like, it works so well. I know you perform the whole thing by yourself, mm-hmm. but do you plan to at some point to do, like, a collab and you do almost like a rap battle, but between two people taking on the two parts? You that would be that? incredible. Right? That, that would be incredible, honestly. Right. I do plan on having it to where it's, well, not necessarily with this, but maybe in the future, me and someone else do a collab and, we go off of something like love because that's the most common thing to talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah, anything like that. I think it would be great. Yeah, I think so too. And it could be a very short dialogue piece. That oh you yeah, could put on a stage, right? <laughs> and you can even write up, the background man. of how you met. I mean, I can totally see oh, the scene. That's incredible. You know, it's <laughs> almost like both of you talk about friends because this took place at a party, right? Mm-hmm. So. You know, you could totally set this up as a party scene when when suddenly spotlights are the two of you and you kind of come closer and closer and you kind of each talk about the two sides. Definitely, you have a chance to stage it. Anyway, we should stop teasing the audience and let them hear (laughs) the thing. So if you could read that, please. Yeah, so this is Curiosity. And today for you guys, I'm going to actually slow it down because I was told that I rap too fast. <laughs> no, you don't. It's so, just, we want to hear the yes, beautiful thing. And the, the clarity in it. Yeah. All right, absolutely. When I first saw her, I just had to know her name. Tell me who you with, from what city have you came? Is you a preppy girl or you down with the game? Is it really love or the fortune and the fame? She looked me in my eyes, crooked smile, and she laughed, saying, curiosity is the reason we won't last. You're reading too deep, action show, don't ask. We just having fun, a blast from the past. Ambiguous look, pain on my profile. Dressed as a preppy girl, but down with the wild child. Rolling up the blunts, I'm intrigued by her aura. Makeup on fleek, pricey girl, what's Sephora? Nice little highlight with a Mac lip song. It's a group of us, but I feel like we're alone. Didn't hit the blunt, but I'm all up in the zone. Hoping for the number, end of the night, phone home. She's out of this world. <laughs> so galactical. Shooting stars with the knowledge, never impractical. You don't know this just yet, but girl, we're compatible. She replies, don't be foolish. You're making such a spectacle of who you are. No girl will be magical, wish and star. You could be my melody. I'll be to pick your guitar. I'll kill for your love in the jungle. Call me Scar. And she replies, this ain't what you want. You barely even know me. Tell me what it is and why. All the curiosity. You want me so bad, I will never be your property. There's no room. My heart's full to capacity. We never last. Face the reality. You say I'm super sweet, but I'll never be your honeybee. You only get stung, brutal fatality. Mouth gotta be dry the way you all over me. Fall back, you need to chill. Just like these other niggas only want me for the thrill. The fact that I'm thick, hair fluent from Brazil. All you niggas cheap, never wanna pay bills. Yes, I dress preppy because I'm all about school. That's my main focus, mama never raised the fool. You think you drinking, trying to show me brand new? Unlike these other girls, I never love the crew on the weekend. <laughs> she had a way with words. So I said, speaking of the weekend, we should hang out. 
movie night or weight room, we could work it out. Unlike any of them clowns that you're talking about. I'm straightforward always, ain't no roundabout. So you're protecting your heart, I find a hideout. Find the path to your soul with no blueprint layout. Sweet lady, let me take you out, show you what I'm all about. I want to know more about your personal. Stimulate your thoughts, your intellectual. Want to know the real you, not craving sexual. I'm really digging you. No shovel, no cheap thrills. Want to take you to the next level. Give you chills with your heart, I'll be very careful. You're the one for me. There's not several. To me, girl, you're very special. And we got to talking for some time and hanging out. And as time goes on, you know, people become afraid and they don't want to open up. So she replies, you're saying that I'm special, but I have me feeling worthless. I'm all about school. I'm not trying to lose focus. Trying to buy my love, I will never be purchased. Reminded of the past, the stress has resurfaced. All you got to do is come real, no drink. Don't allow myself to feel nothing, it's all fake. Only want me for the fun, not for keepsake. Me letting you in, not a risk that I want to take. I fall hard, can't help that I'm an Aries. This can't be passion, afraid it's all imaginary. I'm not your Cinderella, I don't have a magic fairy. No one glamming up my lifestyle, I'm just so ordinary. You say you like me now, but I feel so temporary. What we have will never be legendary. Refuse to come last, I won't be secondary like most of us. Keep it on the hush library. And I reply, keep it on the hush library, not me. I'm intrigued by your flaws and all, honestly. We'll never hide out, show you off publicly. Go live, Facebook, never a secret to me. I come with open arms to hold you tightly. Swerving on these other girls, check them like Nike. You're the only one. Never doubt it slightly. Open up, tell me y'all. I'll be your diary, Alicia. Love is my drug. Feel hard, anesthetic. Drawn to your energy, electromagnetic. If there's a problem, we work it out. Athletic. You be my Juliet to my Romeo. We're poetic. But we live with endless passion, not synthetic. Feel for your personal, not apologetic. Apologize for loving you? That's pathetic. Admit you want me not to when it was unexpected. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, what's the story? What's the story? <laughs> you know what? To be quite honest, it's not even really a story. The thing is, you want love. You crave love. You want that feeling. You want... Mm, like, there is no true word to describe it. It's just, mm, that's me. Yeah, I don't yeah. have words sometimes. <laughs> but... I was just sitting down at home, and I was sitting here like, you know what? I want to write this story about love. And to be honest, I wasn't even really feeling anyone at the time. Okay. That's the crazy part. Wow. Yes. Like, it's a lot of people, you know, people are cute and attractive, but I wasn't really, like, diving in deep with anyone, basically. Mm -hmm. So, sitting there, pondering upon my own thoughts, I thought, well, hey... Let's come up with this love story. It mm -hmm. will be beautiful. Yeah. And this is the way that I envisioned it. Okay. Okay. That's how it came out. So Alicia is not real? <laughs> no. <laughs> she's not. She's not real. I wish she was. I mean, maybe she is. Maybe she's out there somewhere. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can <laughs> manifesting her. Yes, exactly. Ooh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, sounds adorable. <laughs> so, because... The way that you put the description that she's a Brazilian, she has this beautiful hair, and mm -hmm. she dresses preppy. Mm -hmm. You could almost see her, right? So it sounded like <laughs> this is a real-life experience, or you're basing it off of several people or something. You'll think it was a real person. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And also you wrote, I mean, it's difficult, actually, to write in two distinct voices. And I think you've achieved it where people will be able to see two people, not just because you're saying, okay, this is my part, I'm rapping now. Mm -hmm. This is her part, I'm rapping her part now. But because they sound different, they have different concerns, mm -hmm. you know, one is professing and the other one, obviously, she has some things that in her past that she's like, yes. oh, I have to protect my heart. Yes, and honestly, I put a piece of me in that. Mm -hmm. Like, all of me is in there, so the parts where it's me, but also the parts where it's her, some parts in there are related to me. Right. Because I do have trouble with my past. Mm -hmm. I am an Aries. That's mm -hmm. actually my zodiac sign. Yeah, okay. um, I do love school. I am all about school. So mm -hmm. it's like pieces of that I did put in there of me. Right. So it's like, okay, you know, I can do that. So I was able to make myself become vulnerable enough 
mm-hmm. to pull and dig into my feminine side. Right, that's basically right, right. how I set out. Well, when you're probably saying manifesting, right, that's what you said. And so which part do you think you might be manifesting then? I mean, at first I thought maybe you were playing the part of the character basically that says me. Mm-hmm. And then Alicia is, I thought she was a different person. Mm-hmm. So it sounds more like Alicia is you and you're manifesting the character named me. I like the way I like the way you put your own spin on it. Yeah, but yeah. no, I'm me. I'm me. At the same time, like when you find a partner, mm-hmm. you want that partner to be a part of you. Right. So that is why it's written that way because I want it to be where we are connected spiritually and we are connected. You know, we are kindled souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is the reason why it's written in that form. Yeah, yeah. People always say that. To have a good relationship, a long-lasting relationship, you need to find a friend, a kindred, as you said. Yes. So it sounds like they're flowing together, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's not just one's on the left side and mm-hmm. one's on the right side. They're not coming together. You also talked about her, Alicia's, concerns. I don't know if you want to flesh it out a little bit here. Oh, we can talk about it. I'm yeah. open. I'm an open book. I do not mind. Please. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, from the past, we all go through heartache. Mm-hmm. And I felt like at one point in time, I was temporary to mm-hmm. people. So that was important for me to put in there. Mm-hmm. We all have our own insecurities, but sometimes it can be a reflection of someone else's. Yeah. And it can make you feel like it's you when really it's not. Yeah. And I've been through plenty of relationships, so like... Honestly, I feel like I don't want to have to run into any of those issues or problems anymore. So I try to look inside myself mm-hmm. and see what I can change about myself. Mm-hmm. Some things, of course, needs to be improved, like trust issues. Mm-hmm. It's hard to trust people because yeah. it's hard to trust people. <laughs> like, there's no way to even say anything beyond that. Yeah. Um, opening up. It's easy when I'm talking about my music, but if I was sitting here trying to express my love to someone, it would be hard for me to say, hey, listen, this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. Because I'm afraid of rejection. I don't like rejection. I don't do too well with rejection. It's like, Mm -hmm. it makes you feel like you don't matter. It makes you feel like you're not important. Mm -hmm. And the worst word of all is worthless. And Mm -hmm. that is why I incorporate that in there as well. Yeah. Because no one wants to feel worthless. We all need to know our self-worth. And once we know that, once we do allow ourselves to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. we know what we're going to tolerate and what we're not. Right. Everyone has flaws, but it's about finding that person that you're going to love them flaws and all. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. It's always a balance. Right? I don't... I'm going to talk about love in the most boring way, which is accounting. That's fine. <laughs> In a way, not that I go into a relationship and saying, here are the plus side, here are the minus side. I seldom do that. I actually Mm -hmm. could really benefit from doing that. Well, yes. But on the whole, we get into relationships because we think in the end, on the balance, Mm -hmm. it's going to be more positive than negative. And then Mm -hmm. we leave relationships when we realize that it's actually on the balance more negative than positive. Exactly. Right? We don't necessarily sit down and put these lists down, but it's just we're feeling, you know, you don't just have trust issues because you have trust issues, but because you've gone through a lot of relationships, as you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are sort of your scars from the relationship. And when we have these scars in our hearts, they're tender, right? Those parts are very tender, mm-hmm. and we don't want people to be prodding that. Exactly. And we want people to take more care and the more we know ourselves the more we know where we need the care mm-hmm. right it definitely comes through that the, through <laughs> Alicia basically <laughs> Thank you. and through the me character having some understanding of it but still coming out very strong like mm-hmm. girl I want you <laughs> I want to get with you and you Why know, you play? Come here. <laughs> Let me love you. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely that part. But if you read them as separate characters, there's still a part of me because I have trust issues as well. There's part of me that's like, oh, I 
she just saying those things? You know, because yeah. until you actually see the actions of that person, mm-hmm. there's still a part that's like, eh, you know, everybody can say nice things. Especially if somebody is very well-versed with words like you, they'd be mm-hmm. thinking, no, words are her business, you mm-hmm. know? Like, eh, let's see what she does. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, we have to dip our toes in. But sometimes it's just like... <laughs> it's like when you say, when you hear someone give you a corny line or something, you're like, how many times have you used that line or something? Right, you know? right, exactly. And that's why every time I shoot to say something different, you know, mm-hmm. what makes you different? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That question right there stands alone. What makes you different? Because everyone can say the same thing and they can just say it in several different ways. But what makes you different? Right, right. And also from the me character, right? If she wants success, then, you know, she has to fit, as you said, what she says to the person that she's saying it to. Mm-hmm. A corny line, a pickup line that's from wherever is not going to fit that because exactly. it's just throwing the net out there and catching whatever they can. And it also says something about that person as well, right? Mm-hmm. Is that they have no standards. Exactly. Yeah. And, you don't want to be with somebody who has no standards. Exactly. And you also want to be with someone that's going to understand you and reciprocate the same emotions that you're giving them mm-hmm. and be a great listener. That's why, yeah. as you see, at the end of each one, I took that last line and I responded mm-hmm. yeah. with it, beginning with that line, because that's showing that I'm listening to what you're saying to me right. and I'm going to say it back to you and elaborate more and tell you how I feel on that. Right, right. There's definitely a call and response between the two characters and you could definitely see the me character trying very hard and saying, seriously, I'm not kidding. Even though I'm good with words, I'm not just using mm-hmm. my words to trap you. I really want to know you. It really comes through. There are some terms I wasn't sure. Like, I know of Drake, mm-hmm. but I don't know about his, whatever celebrity gossip there is about him, enough to understand why. Why he's Drake again? Yeah. Okay, because, I'll, okay, so... For starters, Drake is Drake, <laughs> and I love Drake. So Drake mm-hmm. has always been number one in my eyes when it comes down to wordplay. Mm. So he's great with that. So I put in here some of his songs. Let me see. At the end of here, you think you Drake and trying to show me brand new. So Drake, he has a song called Brand New. Mm-hmm. So that's why I played on the words like that. Mm-hmm. And then... When I said, unlike these other girls, I'll never love the crew on the weekend. Now, most people may think I'm talking about on the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. I'm not. I'm referring to the weekend as in the artist, the weekend. Because the weekend and Drake have a song called The Crew. That's why I did it that way. I just flipped it. Okay. So I like to play on words that way. (laughs) And then as far as using him again, and here I said, all you have to do is come real, no Drake. That's another song. His song is called Come Real. So okay, okay. I had to do that. So you're not bashing Drake. No. no <laughs> you're not. just referencing it. Yes, just okay. a reference. I was like, what celebrity gossip did I miss? <laughs> what did Drake do? Why is Alicia doesn't like somebody who's Draking? I you know, catch us up. <laughs> and it's funny, you know what? I think it's kind of great that you're calling her Alicia because the funny thing about it is that when I put that in there, mm-hmm. Alicia is actually Alicia Keys, and mm-hmm. Alicia Keys' song is called Diary. Okay. So that's why I said, tell me, and I'll be your diary, Alicia. Oh, okay. So it was okay. a play on words, but you know what? We're going to call her Alicia because I like it. That's why I haven't said anything about it. But right, right. Thank you. Alicia. No, no, no. That's cool because that's the only time where it's not just me and her. She actually has a name. Mm-hmm. It does sound like... You were referencing, you know, you have mm-hmm. a lot of references, at least to me, because I don't have time to listen to other music, <laughs> even though I like to. Mm-hmm. I, most of the time, I'm not listening to music mm-hmm. unless I get into somebody else's car. Then I'm like, oh, hey, new music, which is fun for me. Other times, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just doing my podcast, trying to live some of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not one of those people I've had mp3 player before and mm-hmm. i put it in my ear and it's almost like you're somewhere else oh yeah and most of the time i don't like that because i want to pay attention to my environment mm-hmm. but when you put the head button it's like 
you're in a different world. It's like you're floating above yourself. It's a really mm-hmm. weird experience. Yes. For somebody who's who might be used to, you know, listening their MP3 or phone mm-hmm. music, you forget that feeling because you're so used to it, right? No, I don't think so. And it's always a feeling like I have my favorite artist, you know, Drake, mm-hmm. and then I listen to The Weeknd, and I listen to her, and I listen to Sabrina Claudio, and, and all these artists, when I listen to them, they make me feel. Mm-hmm. And sneak peek, mm-hmm. I'm actually working on a new poem that is mm-hmm. going to be referenced to Sabrina because of her music that inspires me. Okay. And it makes me feel everything. And it's like a tingling sensation when you put those headphones in and you sit there. And my favorite thing to do is to actually do it in the dark. Like, put mm-hmm. my headphones in, turn the lights off, and sit there and actually be in the music. Yeah. yeah. Because you can feel it. You can feel their words. You can envision what they're describing. And yeah, in the dark, you wouldn't have all the other distractions. Exactly, exactly. Some people, I feel like now, people forget the meaning behind music and the feeling that music gives you. You know, when you hear that song, you're just like, oh my goodness, this is my song. When I listen to the internet, that's the name of the group, they're called the internet, the song is called Hold On. Every time I hear that song, I get goosebumps. And I can't can't help it, I'm just like, no matter where I am, I have to turn it all the way up, it has to blast. In my headphones, in the car, it doesn't matter. It gives me that feeling. And right. that is the feeling that I want to give everybody when mm-hmm. I do my music and poetry. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's beautiful. <laughs> yes, actually, there are some songs, go-to songs, that sometimes I just feel like playing. And I usually play several times. Mm-hmm. Again, it's because of the feeling gives you. And I don't know what it is about it that I need to hear it just like over and over again. It's like, oh, it's just wonderful. <laughs> I'm not necessarily somewhere else. But like what I was describing before is totally different. It's like when you're walking outside, when you're living your life and you mm-hmm. had your headbutts in, then it's a totally different experience than what you described, which is sitting home deliberately mm-hmm. turning up the music and really just immersing yourself in mm-hmm. a particular song or a particular artist's work, then it's a very different experience. It's very deliberate. You're, mm-hmm. It's almost like you're kind of making love to each other. Right. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very visceral experience. It is different. Because you know, when you just pop your headphones in and you're on the way to work, you're just playing music to get you there. like Yeah. Because I ride my bike to work. I like to play music. And it gets me going. You know, I play some, like, hype music. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, all right, get down to the destination. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, but you're not really listening to the words at that moment. You're just right, listening right. to the beat. And you're just trying to get to where you're going. Right, right. So right. I do understand what you mean. Right. So it's like audio coffee. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> Pick me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, I think it's no, I think it's wonderful to to talk about that. It's not something that we talk about how we consume music, how we mm-hmm. relate to music. And when we break it down like this, it helps us to understand why some stars are so big, right? So mm-hmm. when you were talking about corny lines before, mm-hmm. These people are basically saying their own version. They're not corny lines. They're very good lines, but mm-hmm. they are able to speak their own line, not tailored to each one of us, but we still hear them as if they are talking to each one of us, as mm-hmm. if they're just in the room with us. Absolutely. It really is an amazing talent that we don't really think about in that sort of analytical way. So it's, mm-hmm. it's nice for you to break it down the way that you did. Um, oh, thanks. And if you can send me some links to the songs or to the albums, to the artists you like, I'm happy to post those on the notes. Okay. So because I, I've had other poets on who have poets who are their inspirations, and I post the, the name of poets or links to the okay. poets. Okay, I can do that. So, yeah, because it's always nice to be able to know where your inspirations come from, mm-hmm. since this is the show about inspiration. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Besides Drake, obviously, is your idol pretty mm-hmm. much for, for music. And and you said Sabrina, I think? That's Sabrina Claudio. Okay, mm-hmm. Sabrina 
Claudio as well. Mm -hmm. And do you have separate inspirations for your poetry or it's more for musicians? When it comes down to my poetry, it's not from anyone but myself, to be honest. Right. I don't really have any inspiration when it comes to poetry, mm -hmm. except for this new poem that I'm working on that's inspired by Sabrina. Right. Other than that, no. I just write it when I feel it. Okay. So my inspiration okay. is what's around me at the time. Yeah. Like a person or me seeing something on TV or how I feel in the environment. That's mm -hmm. pretty much how my poetry comes. Okay. Yeah. I feel like like this particular poem and rap, mm -hmm. um, it's also, I haven't caught all the words that you've rapped before. Mm -hmm. So is it similar that you always make some musical references? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I have to. Like, I have to because I want them to be recognized because they're the reason why I continue. Right. I don't need to be the biggest star in the world. I just want to be heard. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I don't need all the fortune and the fame. I just want to be heard. Like, I want someone to hear me and understand that this is my passion, this is my dream, and this is what I'm doing. Right. Everyone's not going to be like, oh, well, yeah, I love all your music. I don't expect that. But I want them to respect the art, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, and respect the time you put into it. Exactly. The thought. Exactly. there are many layers to what you read. It's not just simple. Like onions. Onions have layers. No. <laughs> <laughs> onions yes yes i mean that's what good poetry well that's what people are we are onions basically we have a lot of layers and mm -hmm. it takes time sometimes to peel through them and to understand all of it and we always want especially in love and friendship mm -hmm. we want people who have the patience who have the care to peel without ruining us exactly <laughs> so that's yeah Wow. <laughs> I don't have to use that. <laughs> yes, yes. Just give me credit. No, okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, we all want people to go deep into our layers and also just appreciate it. Not just cry because we're onions. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a really great reference. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Similar to you, especially because I was thinking of you when I read it, when I heard mm -hmm. it, that you were the character that's called me in that particular mm -hmm. poem. I brought my poem that's also about curiosity. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> I was reading this, and it's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. I love it. Thank you, thank you. So it's called, What Is This? I think you are like groundwater seeping into the depth of me. Until every inch swells with your essence, awash in the elements, you bring to the strange new experience of non-tactile contact, skin gathering through the force of touch formed in the imagination. The brain no less obeys a course of desire, causing physical reactions sparked by synaptic firings leading to curious eruptions. Wow. <laughs> thank you. I have tears in my eyes. Wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> wow. I've been waiting to hear you read it. I read it about five times, and I was just like, oh, my goodness. Okay, so let's talk about you. <laughs> let's switch this around. Let me be the person to interview you. So Absolutely. What was your inspiration so I had this celebrity crush that came on very sudden. It was just like that one day. And then I just fell deeply, like, into a deep hole <laughs> for three months. I'm oh kind of out of it. I think I'm out of it. I have a collection of poems that he inspired. 31. Yeah. Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper. All right. The, the anchor from CNN. All right. <laughs> I don't He's know. anchoring your heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, no longer. <laughs> but apparently, he still causes me to do a lot of <laughs> procrastination. In fact, yesterday I was watching some stuff uh, and also reading some stuff about him. So I'm like, I definitely don't feel the same pull that mm -hmm. I was feeling just basically from January to April to early April. Mm -hmm. But I'm still like, 
but you're still looking at his stuff. Right. You're still procrastinating. <laughs> so, like, oh God, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So because it was so sudden and it was so deep and it was so obsessive, I'm just like, what the heck? Most of the time, most of these three months, I'm just like, what the f? You know, like, mm-hmm. what's going on? <laughs> this is one of the earlier poems when I was just like, what's going on? I need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I wrote several poems, mm-hmm. but this particular one also has a zodiac in it because he's a water sign. Oh, okay, okay. He's a Pisces. So, oh my goodness. So Pisces tend to be much more larger bodies of water. Mm-hmm. They're kind of shape-shifting in some ways. That is they, true. They take on the shape of whatever container that's holding them. Mm-hmm. So, And I kind of see that in his... Because I'm, I'm doing all this background research. I'm just like, okay, I want to know everything about him, so I, I want to know, am I wasting my time? Right. <laughs> having this crush. Because at the beginning of the crush, I had no idea when it was going to end. So I was just like, if I'm going to have this crush, especially on a celebrity, no less, I want to know why I'm having this crush, or I want to know at least if he's worth my crushing on. So, mm-hmm. So do you know that... We have a primary sign, but we also have three parts to us. Yeah, actually, I do read about charts. astrology. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm big on charts. I'm big on all of that. Oh, and yeah. We can my, get into that. Yes, because my sun sign is an Aries. So that's mm-hmm. basically the main one that you classify yourself as. Right. And then my moon sign is actually in Pisces. Okay. So your moon takes on your emotions. Yeah. And yeah. that's basically what you show everyone. Yeah. And then my rising is an Aquarius. All okay. of them have separate meanings, and I love yeah. to get deeply into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could definitely get into that. Having a Piscean moon is very like empathic as well. And besides Venus, Neptune also rules poetry. Mm-hmm. I knew there was water in you from all the feelings <laughs> you were talking, and when you were relating to music, because Piscean is also musical. Absolutely. So. When you said sitting in the dark listening to music, I was like, that girl has some watery. <laughs> she got she's got to have a lot of water in her. And you know, it's funny because it's kind of conflicting because it's water and fire that does not match. So my fire sign, my water sign is like clashing, and mm-hmm. that's another thing that's like makes us up and down. Like yeah, <laughs> makes yeah. us up and down. We have to find the balance. I'm also um, fire and water. I'm okay. not gonna go into what. Exactly. We could do that offline. Okay. But yeah, I also find that it's very difficult and they're very close to each other as well. Mm-hmm. So it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. In fact, for most of my life, I didn't really understand mm-hmm. my feelings. I didn't really know that I was doing things because of my feelings. I'm just like, what? You know? Oh, yeah. So Your feelings can definitely consume you. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a very different experience, as you said, when you let your spirit take over as opposed to letting your feelings take over and mm-hmm. vice versa. It's like you're totally two different people. Absolutely. Right? And it's very hard to find that balance. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Oh, man, that's good to know. <laughs> I always get so to how long have you been writing poetry, though? Uh, I've been writing poetry similar to you. I don't remember the exact age. I think it was like in my tween years that mm-hmm. I wrote my first poem. Okay. It was before I was 12, but I just don't remember when exactly. And I haven't been writing consistently throughout mm-hmm. the years. I think there were decades that I just didn't write mm-hmm. and nothing came to me. I almost feel like whenever Neptune touches my Mercury, mm-hmm. poetry comes out. And it will depend on where Neptune is. Mm-hmm. That the kind of poetry that I focus on, and so it's been really interesting experience this time around. I've been writing more social justice poetry. I mean, it's still all about when I have a feeling and I need to express that feeling. It's still all about that, but what I'm expressing those feelings about is mm-hmm. more on social justice issues. But then over these last three months, I'm like totally crush-oriented because that's what I used to write a lot on. Uh, last time, I had a huge Neptune thing mm-hmm. in contact. 
It was more about death poetry, a lot about death. I mean, there's still a lot of that. Like I wrote, I have two poems about food that I talk about in terms of death and destruction. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what are you really talking about? <laughs> <laughs> But this, again, as I said, even though he's Piscean, which is not really groundwater. Groundwater is more like Scorpio.、Mm-hmm. I still feel like that he's just going through every part of me. It's really weird. This feeling, I'm just like, what the heck is going on here?、Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad that it resonated with you. I, I really appreciate that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate you sharing that poem too. That was beautiful. Like I just was sitting here, like, okay, I can't think of anything else. I'm just like, oh, like you're pulling, pulling, pulling. Just like, why is it short? But it was <laughs> short and sweet. Like it was perfect. When I write poetry, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how you do that. So I believe that that is a true skill. I am not that type of person yet.、Mm-hmm. Everything is stretched out. Like I don't know how to cram it, you know, into right, right, right. some time and just use certain words and get to the point. It's hard for me. Like you said, we have a very similar process where we just spit until it's done.、Mm-hmm. That was the end of that poem. I had nothing else to say. And it was perfect. Thank you,、You're、thank、welcome. you. But I have poems that goes like three pages, five pages. Again, these are new experiences for me because last time I wrote poems, okay, I wrote some long poems that they weren't three pages, five pages. I'm like, what am I imitating Homer here? You know, <laughs> I'm not trying to write the Iliad or you know the Odyssey. And and <laughs> so I'm like, what's up with that? I don't understand where the lens come from, but it's sort of. Goes back to the feeling nature、mm-hmm. that this is how we feel until this many words come out or this story is told in the way that we tell them. I'm gonna keep writing, and、right. that's the same. So if your feelings are engendering just long poems, let it flow. I mean, there are times where I only have one example of this where. One night, I was like, "Oh, I have this line. Let me write it. Let me see where it goes."、Mm-hmm. And then I realized in the middle, I was writing a separate poem. So yes, oh my goodness, that happens. That happens, <laughs>、right? and you're like, "Oh no, I need to put this over here." Like, yeah, yeah, right. And then, then you get sort of like, I remember, I think both of them were nearly about the same. I think it's been a while, but yeah, at some time, you're like, "There's a shift." There's definitely shifts, so I'm gonna separate them,、mm-hmm. and then you get two poems. I'm like, hey, two for the price of one. Why not? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, how do you know when you're actually done? Like, is it when words don't flow out, or like, have you ever felt that a poem was incomplete but you left it that way because it was perfect that way? I just feel like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Really, literally, just I think I have nothing else to say. I mean, there are times, there are very few times where I'm like, this is not done yet. I'm gonna go back. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, I don't go back. Even if I go back, I'm like, I really have nothing to add. I have one particular poem that's cobbled together by pieces of thought that I have over several days, and then I'm like, oh, these could run together as a one poem.、Mm-hmm. So I cobble them together. But I feel like when I read them back days later, months later, like. Uh, I'm not sure. It still has that cobble feeling.、Mm-hmm. Maybe because I know, so I should ask somebody who doesn't know if it's cobble. If they feel like it's cobbled together, but more often than not, it's one sitting. I'm just writing what I need to write, and I'm like, that's it. Or once in a while, similar to what you said, and I mentioned before, I feel like suddenly the rhyme is just off. But right. But I don't necessarily think that's the end of the poem so much as. My ability to think of the right rhythm, and those are the poems that I tend to go back and say, "Okay, I really need a different word for this.、Mm-hmm. I want something else." And sometimes they don't always come right away, so I'll just wait like months later. I'll be like, "Ah, ah, yeah, oh yeah." And it, it, it's crazy to me because I always feel I feel bad when I don't complete a song. It's like. I do a song, and sometimes I do three songs at once because、mm-hmm. it's like I'm doing this song, and then I'm flowing. All right, okay, yeah, ooh, I like that. And the next thing I know, I'm like, I say a line, I'm like, no, that doesn't go there. Oh, but it goes here. Then I have to 
in that one. Go to this one. Start putting it on there. Then I get to a line. I'm like, that doesn't go there. But it goes here. Now I'm on the third song. And I'm just like, I have a song from when I was 17 that I just completed right now. And I'm like, why? (laughs) It bothers me a little bit. (laughs) No, it's fine, though. It's fine, though. Because I, I feel like sometimes it might be a tough subject that you cannot explore fully mm-hmm. at that point or that we need more maturity to explore in a, from a different angle but the same exactly. subject and so it makes sense to go into the same kind of bucket poem bucket or song bucket exactly so. I, I believe more often than not people are not as vulnerable as they should be mm-hmm. and they're not as open because we fear our own indifferences we fear our own insecurities we fear mm-hmm. all that so it's like when you put that on some paper or in your notes or however you write it out it's like you read it you're like no erase it erase it because we're afraid of actually embracing every single part of us right right it's, it's hard because especially when we have like opposing signs like mm-hmm. sun in, in a totally different element and opposing element actually like sun and fire and the moon and water which mm-hmm. could drown each other out basically mm-hmm. hurt each other in some ways if we're not careful sometimes we make discoveries when we write and we're like oh that's what i'm thinking that's mm-hmm. what i'm feeling what <laughs> Absolutely. and sometimes you know it's kind of shocking to ourselves too like oh yes yeah Right? You ever write something and you're like, I wrote that? Because that's what I do. I write <laughs> yeah. something and I'll be like, Imani, the lyrics says, what? <laughs> that's me? Yeah. Yeah. So when we're not ready for that part of ourselves to come out, it's shocking. And oh, yeah. Definitely. There are some poems I'm just like, yeah, that can't see the light of day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even with this crush thing, I'm totally embarrassed by it because I don't understand why it happened. It's just so sudden. I'm just like, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one of my poems was the title is At least he inspires me to write. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, fine, that's fine. At least I get good poems out of it. Right, exactly. Yeah, so like, you know, let's just ride this and see where it goes. It does make sense. <sighs> anyway, I'm so glad to find somebody who understands mm-hmm. this trying to find the balance. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It's hard. I try to meet with other poets, or like especially when we go to Infuse Open Mic Night. Mm-hmm. There's so many people there. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, all right, here's my Instagram, here's this, here's that. But then you get on the Instagram, you don't really talk, you don't really right, right. meet up or collab. And I really want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I hope if someone's listening to this, they know I want to collaborate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it basically broadens your horizon. It's not just your poem. It's not just their poem. It's your poem with theirs together. Mm-hmm. And that can get you people from their side and that can get them people from your side and right, right, right. make everything collide and I feel like that's what it's all about yeah yeah and you know with the Aquarius there's definitely that we're all together we want to mm-hmm. work together that essence to it absolutely um, what kind of collaboration you're talking about collaboration mm-hmm. what are you looking for in terms of collaboration in terms of collaboration I want a person that is going to be vulnerable with themselves. It's okay for us to write something playful mm-hmm. and something that's going to get people hyped up, you know, but right. I would prefer someone that wants to go into depth. Like, it's a few people, actually, that I really, really, really want to collaborate with um, that when I, every time I see them, I always tell them, like, hey, listen, <laughs> like, when are we going to collaborate? Because... Your music is just incredible. Right. So you're talking about more musicians or, or also other writers? Writers, too. Oh, so 
I want to do like a poetry thing with someone else mm-hmm. where we tell, like how you said, where we tell a story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it can be about whatever, they can pick whatever. I'm down for any topic. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. Also, I want to do something different where it can be like a rap poem. Like a person is... They only do poetry, so they're only saying it in a poet way. So they're mm-hmm. saying it like that, and then I come in, but I'm actually rapping it. You right, know? right, right. It's different, so it I is. want that to be that yeah. way. Yeah, I can totally see that in my head when you said that. So somebody's reading, let let's say I'm reading my poem, and then mm-hmm. you come, almost like a response, and you rap your bit of it. Right? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and we go back and forth. It's, exactly. It's a very interesting change of rhythm, isn't it? Exactly. Yes, yeah. and that's yeah. what I'm looking for because it hasn't been done yet. And if it has, someone please show me where because <laughs> I have not seen it. Right. So. Oh, that could be amazing. Yeah. And then there's so many amazing, talented musicians. Mm-hmm. That guy who's playing the guitar. I don't know. Is it oh, last yeah. time? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I actually spoke with him. And it's like, it's pretty great because that's another thing too, which is different. He said, what if I play my guitar and you spit a poem or a song? Or mm-hmm. I was like, that is different. Yes, mm-hmm. let's do it. I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. Why not? Because, once again, it broadens my horizon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot to explore, different genres. And I always find that good musicians who last a long time, they don't just stick with what they started out with. They kind mm-hmm. of flow, and they get into other genres of music mm-hmm. to express themselves, and they incorporate other. I think you have a great future ahead of you. Oh, so, thank you. you know, <laughs> you should aim high. Forget the just like just want to get hurt. Yes, that's we all want to be hurt, right? This mm-hmm. is why we write. Mm-hmm. Part of it is not just for ourselves because we're also out there going to open minds. We want to be heard. We're at the stage where we're saying we're not just expressing ourselves. We also want to share what we're experiencing with other people. Absolutely. Yeah. So shoot high, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Shoot high. Anyway, thank you. I really appreciate you coming and talking about this with me. And I'm glad to have a better understanding <laughs> of who you are and, and what your process is. So please tell us where can people find you? Like, where do you usually read? Where do you usually do your open mics? I mainly do open mics at Infuse Open Mic Night. That's my number one favorite place to be. Right. Which um, is second Sunday of every month at the Phoenix Center for the Arts. Absolutely. And then I know that the Lost Leaf sometimes have, they have open mics, so I'm there sometimes as well. I don't know the exact times or dates because oh, that changes. So if you can figure that out, then that's great. <laughs> so let me just interrupt you a little bit yeah. and say, at the Lost Leaf, he started doing every Thursday, but that's a slam. So it's more oh, about okay. being great. It's not mm-hmm. just an open mic. It's a different experience because I think what you read could be a slam. I have to listen to more of your poems. Mm-hmm. poems. Because you have a very sensitive mood, just be aware that you're going to be judged. And sometimes when you first hear the scores and people don't necessarily resonate with what you're saying, mm-hmm. it could be very painful. Just out of personal oh, yeah. experience. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I love constructive criticism. It doesn't bother me none. Everyone has their opinion. If it's something you feel that I need to improve on, I'll definitely look into that if I feel strongly enough. If I feel like, okay, well, I can utilize what you're telling me, all right. But also, if you're just, like, giving me the score just because you don't understand, and it's like, well, you know, maybe show up in the dictionary. I don't know, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing about SLAM is that you only get a score you don't know why. Mm-hmm. And you can't go after every judge and be like, "Why yeah. did you give me that score?" Because yeah, and I wouldn't even ask him. Right? I wouldn't even ask him. I was right. just like, "Thanks." Yeah. <laughs> In my yeah. mind, I would say to myself, "Okay, so why did you get a five, Imani? What is it that you need to change to make that better?" Right, you know? right. I think for, if you want constructive criticism, there is one poetry workshop that's very consistent. Mm-hmm. It's the second Monday of every month. It's in the Tempe Changing Hands bookstore okay. in the evening. So if you want to do that, there are seasoned writers. They will look at yours. They, they will give you constructive criticism. Okay. And it's the one consistent poetry workshop that I know okay, in absolutely. the Valley, which is a shame. I wish there were more. Oh, um, yeah. Because it's once a month. 
So definitely, I can give you the details of that. Where else do you read? Those are the main places. Sometimes I do an event. Her name is Keisha. The lady I work with, her name is Keisha McGee. People can find her on Facebook. She does a lot of events where we just did Black History. We did Black History Month in February. And then it was just an April Fool's party. And then a pool party is coming up. So I don't have any like planned out events. But you guys can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Imani the Lyricist. That's I-M-A-N-I-T-H-E-L-Y-R-I-C-I-S-T. And that is over my um, SoundCloud as well as my Facebook as well as my Instagram. There's no spaces or underscores. Just one thing, right? Imani the Lyricist. Imani space the Lyricist. So the Lyricist is, is one word. Space is in between Imani and the. For all of them. Yes, for all of them. Okay, good, good, good. Instagram, SoundCloud, Facebook. That is correct. Cool. Great. Wonderful. Well, thank you again (laughs) for coming on to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Besides the Poetry Roundtable workshop that takes place every second Tuesday of the month at Changing Hands Bookstore in Tempe, Christy White and the Arizona State Poetry Society also hosts the Mustang Poets Open Reading and Discussion Group, which is also a poetry workshop, which takes place also on the second Tuesday of each month at the Mustang Library at 10101 North 90th Street in Scottsdale. And that concludes our Sunday, July 21st episode of Poets and Muses. You can follow us on our website at poetsandmuses.com or on our social media pages at SoundCloud, Instagram, as well as Twitter under Poets and Muses. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter either at the bottom of our poetsandmuses.com website or at the upper right-hand side of our Poets and Muses SoundCloud page. I'm your host, Imogen A-Rate. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to bringing you another episode next Sunday.